Hey, what's up? Kalen here and uh, Happy New Year to you. Um, in this episode, I wanted to talk about uh, pricing for uh, development agencies. Um, and uh, by way of background, um, there was a um, podcast I listened to recently on the Tim Ferriss podcast with a guy named uh, Nick Kokonis. And they talked about um, several things. One of the things they talked a lot about was a restaurant that um, Nick Kokonis uh, started called Alinea, or I guess they started a group of restaurants. And uh, I know this sounds like the furthest possible thing from pricing for software development agencies, but I, I will connect the dots in a bit here. Um, so it's interesting because, first of all, I, didn't, I don't know the first thing about restaurants. They're not, not terribly interested in restaurants as a business model. Seems like a really um, difficult uh, business to get into. So it was, it was interesting from that perspective. But also the uh, founder um, was um, a technology startup guy. You know, so like Tim's first question was like, so why restaurants? And he talked about how, you know, he just had had great experiences and in restaurants and he found a chef that was this really amazing chef um, but um, there's a couple of things that he kind of that they kind of just approach differently um, in setting up the restaurant specifically with making reservations and with pricing um, that I think because you know he was new to the industry there's certain things that just everybody does just because everybody does those things and they're just kind of expected but they're ultimately kind of suboptimal and so they just kind of tweaked those things that were pretty basic um, and ended up being extremely successful it was i think ranked like the number one restaurant by some prestigious uh critic and um also they're like booked out like some insane amount of time in advance like a year or something crazy like that so um, the, the two things, possibly more than two, but the two things I remember that they did differently around booking and pricing were they said, look, you know, most of the time you call into a restaurant, you talk to somebody and you put in your uh, reservation. And um, they did away with that. So they did everything through an online booking system. And then of course the pushback was like, hey, this is a, this is a high-end uh, restaurant. You know, people expect to call in and talk to somebody, um, and so that was the first pushback there. And he said, "Well, let's just give it a shot." And uh, and then uh, also, like with restaurants, um, when you when you do your booking, like everybody knows, it's kind of a lie in the sense that, in the sense that you know, you do the booking and you're not 100% committed. You haven't actually paid for it. Um, so there's a percentage of the time where people no-show and because of that um, restaurants overbook so when you get there um, You always have to wait even though you schedule something for 8 p.m. You still have to wait and so um, Everybody knows that booking is kind of a lie. So they said well, we're just gonna have people pay online for their um, for their booking uh, Just like pretty much every other form of entertainment was his argument if you go to see a uh, concert or something like that you pay in advance you reserve your seat it starts on time um, and so that was one um, change and then on the pricing 
they um, they made their pricing variable according to the time of day and uh, the day of the week and sort of the time of the year, um, which was also unique and got some pushback like, whoa, that's too complicated. Um, you know, that's not how things are done. But the true sort of market value of dinner on a Tuesday night is just different than dinner on a Saturday night. And so um, they built some stuff into the, their booking app and then it ended up being super successful. And, um, you know, so that's kind of takeaway. So um, I think there's a couple analogies to the way development agencies do pricing. Um, I was talking to a buddy recently who said that um, <clears throat> they had a client see some promotional pricing that was up on their website that was outdated. And then they, they weren't really wanting to offer that promotional pricing anymore. Um, so they kind of were stuck offering it um, because it was up there. And it, it made me think about the fact that um, every, every development agency has variable pricing and they don't necessarily say that, um, but it's true 100% of the time. If somebody's in a down season and they have extra capacity, um, they're willing to, um, they're willing to sell that capacity at a bit of a discount. Um, if they're, if they don't have extra capacity, they're not at all interested in giving discounts. It's just fundamental market dynamics. Um, and, and people understand that, you know, but at the same time, agencies don't want to, um, advertise that because it might, you know, like you want to advertise that you have a high rate and then you get on a phone call and this is, this is why, you know, enterprise sales workflows become what they are because of this and other reasons. You get on the phone call and say, all right, hey, what's the, what's the real price? Tell me the real price. And they say, well, I could go down to this price. Um, and, um, and there's also other factors in play. There's, um, if somebody is, is uh, an important client for some reason, maybe they're um, an impressive brand, uh, maybe they're gonna do a lot of volume, uh, maybe they've done a lot of volume in the past, those are all factors that come into play. I mean, some of those elements you could say are kind of like a loyalty program. If somebody's, you know, another thing I, I see a lot is uh, you've had a client for a really long time, so they're kind of grandfathered in um, at, at lower pricing. And you kind of feel bad raising the pricing on them on the one hand. Um, but on the other hand, like going back to that restaurant analogy, like if somebody came to the restaurant a year ago, um, uh, and they paid less and then now prices have gone up, you wouldn't really expect them to like pay half price. And literally people will pay almost half price of what somebody's full rates are if they're, they've been grandfathered in for a long time. So you wouldn't, I think you wouldn't really expect that uh, within, um, you know, the context of, of a restaurant as an, as, as an analogy. So I think what my, um, idea or suggestion is is that maybe do something similar to what they did with the restaurant booking system which is to make it all transparent so have um, have a system that shows your rates at any given time uh, maybe there's even you know a calendar you know maybe you're, you're if you're booked at a certain time your rates go up um, the other flip side of this is a lot of um, 
pretty much every agency I've ever talked to at some point has turned away work because they were over capacity. And um, that's also not, not ideal. So instead of turning away work, maybe you say, well, we can, you know, um, you can, you can um, book us for a premium price, you know, maybe a certain, a month or two out, something like that, but um, have some, some variable in play there. So I think it'd be interesting to, instead of sort of, you know, this sort of, this sort of dance that everybody does, it's, it's, it's similar to the restaurant thing where there's this dance around the bookings where it's like, you know, I'll make the booking, but it's not really true. We both kind of know it's not really true. And there's some friction and frustration on both ends. Just make it all uh, transparent. Say, hey, here are our rates. Um, they're variable uh, at any given time. Um, and allow people to make those choices. And then for maybe you have a, some sort of a loyalty program component where uh, you can give people discounts because of the amount of volume they've done or because of how long they've been with you, um, but, but it's systematized. It's, it's, you know, there's something in there. So you make, because I think what can happen is if you have somebody grandfathered in at a lower price, um, you're, you're not, ultimately something's gonna give. You can't um, charge someone 50% or 60, 70% of your normal rates forever and have that be a good relationship. Eventually you're gonna sort of, prioritize other clients that are paying your full rates and it won't it won't necessarily be explicitly stated that they're being deprioritized but it's just you know it's just it's just human nature it's just market dynamics i mean you'll kind of their tickets will take a little bit longer the other thing will be a bit more priority um and so um you know, or maybe you can systematize that as well. You can say, hey, if you want to pay a reduced rate, you can, but your terms are going to be different. So instead of a one business day turnaround, you're going to get a five business day turnaround so that if that's something you want to offer and it's something that the client wants to purchase, you can offer that to them, but at least it's clear what they're getting um, and it's not sort of like a, a mystery. Um, so, Anyway, that's kind of the idea. Uh, would love to hear uh, any feedback or thoughts that you have on it. And uh, thanks for listening.